Hey there, it's the Machine of Nonsense episode 38, and we are doing the Loki season one spoiler cast. We're recording this on Saturday the 17th, so Loki's final episode hit on Wednesday the 14th, I believe it was. Uh, so you guys have had plenty of time at this point to check it out. If you haven't, do it, and then listen to us. I'm your host, Eric. Joined as always by Kayla. Hello. And Carcast Mike. Hey. <laughs> and Tomas. Hey, how's it going? And we're here talking Loki at ya. Loki season one um, was quite the ride, guys. Um, I, I don't know what to say. It was, I was thoroughly confused for probably the first. <laughs> five episodes really series yeah i really oh, wow. was um i did not really know i was confused in a good way though i think like it it kept me wanting wanting more uh every time but i was just like man uh i don't know how this is gonna wrap up i don't really know if i understand what is going on in this in this world more way more so than like you know previous uh, falcon and the winter soldier or wandavision as as twisty and turny as WandaVision got, I always felt like, yeah, I kind of get it. I kind of get what's going on. Yeah, maybe there's some mystery. Who's who's at fault here or whatever else? But man, Loki. It was Agatha. Loki. Yeah. It was Agatha. Not always Agatha. Agatha. Yeah. Um, no, we're but... talking about Loki also. Loki is just Agatha. So <laughs> Loki is Agatha. Yeah. Wrap Sorry, spoilers uh, for Loki. Yeah, done. Loki was <laughs> Agatha. Uh, that's it. That's all we got. Um. Kayla, it started off. What did you think just overall of of Loki? Um visually it's very very pretty. I really enjoyed looking at it. I loved all the colors. Um I loved the TVA and it's like retro kind of um uh, technology and and stuff that they used. Uh I did thoroughly enjoy it. Uh it's probably not my favorite out of the tv series that has come out yet but it's it's pretty good i i enjoyed it Thomas, what'd you think uh well i literally just watched i let's see five out of the six episodes last night nice bravo that's a good run we watched we watched the first one and then we you know Started watching Game of Thrones with my girlfriend, and holy smokes, I was like, I, was like, oh shit, I, like, I gotta wrap this up. This podcast, <laughs> but, uh, you gotta learn about Tyrion and Arya, I guess, you know. <laughs> but uh, no, I enjoyed it. Um, kind of like with uh, Kayla, I wouldn't like, I, I don't like, I don't know, I was like, I don't know, I was a big fan of uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, uh, WandaVision don't feel like it really stuck the landing uh that great um thing that this show's got going for it though is you know it's only season one it's gonna continue mm -hmm. uh, so um so I'm, I'm curious as to how they continue uh i like the fact that you know it's like uh, you know this was the catalyst for the whole multiverse uh thing going on and yeah i think yeah a lot's gonna what, stem from yeah. it yeah, and it's like, you know, it's like, okay, cool, they cracked open that can of worms. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how they go forward from that. And that's what I'm most excited about. Yeah, I, I like that thought. Also, Alligator Loki. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mike, your uh, car is just filled with Loki variants right now uh, yes. for people not watching the video. As many um, as I could fit. Yeah. As yeah. many alligators as I could get in here. Uh, <laughs> just got a bunch of alligators. Yeah. Classic Loki was kind enough to take the trunk. You know, uh, he, he was fine with it. So, martyr. yeah, so. we're good. But, uh, man, what a, I loved Loki. I Nice. Like, Kayla said, like, every episode was like just something new and different like the first episode does all the world building then you know you get like a cool buddy cop episode you get like a rom-com <laughs> mm-hmm. action episode then you you just get then you get this huge mcu like altering like thing <laughs> towards the end you know I, this is what i i want from from the tv series like nice absolutely I'm yeah. glad you're happy, Mike. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Finally. <laughs> Took 32 years, but <laughs> Tomas mentioned um sticking the landing that like, you know, WandaVision maybe didn't stick the landing. I think we kind of all agreed on that one when we did the spoiler cast of of WandaVision. I would say Loki. We'll we'll get to the ending and and everything else and and <laughs> all the after credit stuff, but um like yeah, I think sticking the landing, Loki. Loki stuck the landing. I practically like every every episode ha- had probably like for me in Loki. Every episode ended on a note where, like I said, I was real confused. I did not really get like the stakes, what the TVA was all about until the very end, really. Um, but like every episode kind of ended at a point where I was like. Well, I gotta, I, I have to see where this is going. Yeah, you know, and and then every episode started. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then every every episode kind of started where it's like, yep, this is why I'm I'm watching. This is they're they're paying it off. They're paying off what they did. Like, yeah. Um. So we get at the beginning. You know, episode one. Mike mentioned it's it's the world building. So we see the events of New York. The events of um avengers uh the first avengers movie where loki's going into custody uh shield i guess is going to take him into custody after the battle of new york um but he slips away with the tesseract what what we've seen already at you know during the events of of endgame happening um but we get to kind of see the resolution of that loki where he goes um like winds up in a random desert, right? Like just kind of just winds up somewhere. Um, and then right away we're introduced to to the TVA or agents of the TVA uh, coming in and just rocking his world, taking him into custody. Um, I, I was a little, uh, throughout the show, this is part of my like confusion. Um, like Loki's kind of a badass. Like he's got a lot of like cool powers and stuff. But it seems like the TVA agents just like handled handled our boy like real quick. <laughs> yeah, I know what's gonna happen. Uh, to an, they, they know everything. They've dealt with Lokis in the past. I think that's the big uh, yeah. sticking point there. Right. Like they have. They've had a whole like countless uh, countless Lokis. As as we see later on, there's like a whole you know fucking. Uh, cascade of them at some point <laughs> but so I, I think they just got the number 
I'm going to ask a question regarding that. Um, do they, and this might be not answerable, do they just like kind of instantly go grab Loki's out of nowhere? Like we just still don't know what Sylvie's uh, event was. It, other than our Loki and, and Tom Hiddleston Loki, it just seems like they were like, okay, let's let's just grab them because they're ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, so there's, like, the way things are going on, it's like, or the, you know, the timekeepers uh, at that time, I guess. Uh, the whole idea behind the TVA is to keep one solid, steady timeline. Uh, so I guess there's only one version of everybody that is the right version. I guess that was the one that got its neck, the Loki that got its neck snapped by Thanos in... Hmm. Uh, you know, the Endgame movies was the right Loki. The one that escaped in the second part of Endgame was the variant from our timeline. Um, so what they do is they just snatch people that branch off from the main timeline because they're just trying to keep a steady stream. Um, I want to so, know what Sylvie's was. It's still, I mean, she was just a little girl. Uh, they didn't really explain. Right. But she's like, oh, hey, I'm playing. And then, yeah. then it's like, oh, yeah, we're just bye bye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you had mentioned the visuals, Kayla. Uh, oh, it's so pretty. Shortly thereafter, when when Loki's taken into custody, we get to see the TVA for the first time. The agents take mm -hmm. him in, and he's gone. He goes through a very odd processing and everything else. Tomas, I don't know if you checked out um, Control. Uh, yeah. Twenty nineteen, uh, I think was was probably my game of the year of of twenty nineteen. Um, major control vibes like th this this is control the tv show who basically um oh wow the the retro tech uh the the office environment the like bureaucracy of it all like i was just like man this is magic of it too you know there's everything. weird stuff everything <laughs> is that yeah. the one with like the weird projector and the dumpster place with a little girl who ends up getting yeah. powers or something okay yep. uh, i know about it i didn't play it uh yeah. but I've, I, i'm familiar it's really good you should check it out yeah, yeah highly recommend it but I've like it's, it's very good yeah it's got the exact same visual kind of vibe of okay. everything's aesthetic. old school technology yeah, yeah the exact same aesthetic Did, were you feeling that mike yeah i think kevin feige has played in platinum control yeah down just the whole vibe of the TVA is is very what um it was called the the old house is that what the I think the oldest building? yeah oldest the house oldest yeah house. Okay. yeah 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 that's the building you're you're in in control and I don't know if the TVA headquarters has as cool a name I think it's just like the <laughs> TVA basically yeah. but yeah I mean just imagine a nineteen like forties or fifties. Uh, stuffy office building uh, with all the technology that comes with you know 1950 um, but also magic and fucking like wands that disintegrate 70s yeah. 80s vibe this reminded me of the interior of like my grandfather's house a lot of browns and yellows and muted colors orange of that era yeah i don't know what they were smoking back then but it's really interesting because you bring up that, yeah, it's very kind of drab and orange and grays and browns. And then you go to the next episode and it's purples and grays. And it's very yeah. like spiritually and mystically. And it's just wild. It, it's yeah. like 
two totally different situations, but I, I think they make it work. It could have been a little bit um, h- harder for me to to take those roads. <laughs> you know, they were like whiplash, kind of how different they were. I think a lot of the colors in the show are like just darker, a lot of shadow. Uh, it, overall it, total. I enjoyed it a lot, though. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't like it was a few shades off of like Zack Snyder, like lack of contrast <laughs> of brightness. <laughs> so I, I could deal with it pretty well. For a concept so grand as the TVA, you they keep it really tight and like mm-hmm. just uh, don't they really just keep it in into the, the the TVA? You don't go out into too many crazy area a few but uh i i like that i like the consistency of it yeah uh we're introduced to to owen wilson's character uh, mobius talk about my boy yeah yeah very very early on and uh i think he was he was a standout there were there were sections of the show overall where he just kind of disappeared for for Plot reasons, you yeah. know, uh, he had to. Um, there was the Loki think... Philby episode where he's just, you know, not there. <laughs> right, yeah. But I, I think the, I think Mike said buddy cop episode. There's like a buddy cop episode. Um, yeah, episode and, two. Yeah, yeah, and it's, they definitely had that vibe. of Their dynamic like, was really fun. Oh, it was, it was great. I think so too. Yeah. He had a lot of energy. He brought a lot of like energy to each scene he was in he brought his a game it was was good to see my boy you know like working again too so (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah i agree big owen wilson fan he's almost the exact opposite of of loki too it's like that fire and ice like loki is chaos and mobius is bureaucracy and office guy like boring office guy by the books you know and it's just it's fun because Owen Wilson bro. is kind of usually that guy in a lot of things. He's usually the chaotic, uh, you know, fun guy. Um, but to see him in deep in that down, world, he knows he just wants to let loose on a jet ski. He just yeah, knows yeah. it's in there. He wants it. Needs it. <laughs> I think one of the coolest world building parts early on is Loki's trying to essentially escape. Like he, you know, he, he gets a little run Mm -hmm. of, of the TVA, um, a little bit and finds out that like, there's just infinity stones. Yeah. uh, Just in a (laughs) cabinet or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I guess powers are just muted in like whatever dimension they're in. So it's like, his powers, Infinity Stones, everything is just like, nah, this don't, this don't work here. Right. Yeah. What was that moment like for you guys where, like I mentioned early on, like right when the TVA agents like take down Loki, like it's it's no no big deal. Um, and then shortly thereafter, he finds Infinity Stones in, in a desk drawer and stuff like that. And he's having like a crisis of like, holy shit, like what's yeah. what's the deal here? How, how are these people so powerful? What did you guys think of of that? Because like they're just. They're just people, it looks like, like these these TVA agents and stuff. They're just like office people, essentially, or like some of them have like riot gear. They look like SWAT people yeah. or whatever. But like it's not it's not Thanos, you know, it's not um, yeah. it's not even Loki or Asgardians or something like that. It's just it's just they'd folks. have no power there, even if they did. We don't know. They could yeah. be they could have been. Yeah. So, I mean, they're all variants. 
So for me, it it set the expectations to like, okay, this is we're done with the Infinity War. Like they, you know, they put it in a fucking drawer. Like this is something <laughs> new. Yeah. Uh, analogy. And you know, yeah, Loki, is. this is the greatest power in all of the universe. Loki says, and it's not really power as far as infinity stones or superpowers it's knowledge you know it's knowing the tva knows everything that's going to happen at any point ever in in the timeline and it's yeah until the end of time yeah and then yeah, also, until the end of time even they also made the caveat because loki like makes his plea he's like oh the avengers time traveled it's like you should be taking them down it's like oh yeah they, they <laughs> were me meant- they they were meant to do that, so we're allowing. <laughs> we allowed yeah. them to do that because it's part of you know the proper time. <laughs> so, but uh, no, that was interesting. I think like his epiphany was that like, you know, everything that he had believed to be power was like kind of just shoved to the wayside in an instant because you know it just just not how it works. You know, he's like literally had his whole entire concept of like how things work, you know, kind of shattered. <laughs> yeah, a big jumping off point of that is him seeing his own death. Like like you guys yeah. mentioned, they kind of have video of every event that is going to happen. And he gets to kind of like fast forward through the events of, um, you know, Ragnarok. him and Thor. Yeah, Ragnarok, him and Thor, like, kind of becoming buddy-buddy, being okay with each other, and then eventually his... killing his mom. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, just imagine, like, seeing your entire future in, in five minutes yeah, and, was... and your, your, your own death as well, like... That scene is so great. The whole interrogation with Mobius, they're back and forth, and then, yeah, him seeing this film, it's like on an old-school projector, and... You could see, like, he thinks, like, okay, Thanos thinks he killed me. I'm going to escape now somehow. And then he just, no, okay. And then it's the end of the and film. And, you know, it's like, that's, yeah, that's, his story is over. <laughs> see ya. Great, great stuff by Hiddleston and all of that. He, yeah. He does a great job. You stop much, man. <laughs> yeah, what did you guys think? We, we mentioned a little bit of uh, Owen Wilson getting to play maybe a little bit different role than normal um loki was kind of loki you know tom hiddleston was kind yeah. of himself in this but um i feel like he he shined he he got to he got to really cook oh yeah oh he's so good he this is a show of you know about wanting to change but feeling like you can't change you know it, yeah. it doesn't allow the tva never allows any of these these variants uh to become anything other than just a Loki. Yeah. Um, yeah, they yeah to make their own decisions. They yeah. Like continuously hammer that nail in. It's like when they throw him into that like dimension where he's constantly going through the loop with his uh, sister <laughs> in Asgard. It's like you're always going to be alone. You know, it's like, right. like they just continuous like hammer it in. Yeah, I think the themes and everything were super effective for me in this show of just loneliness and uh you know trying to change and and purpose and things like that they really nailed all those things i think throughout the show yeah speaking of purpose we we get to kind of find out 
why Mobius takes a a liking to to this Loki. Uh, and I say this Loki because the major theme and and kind of what pushes the plot forward is is variance. There are infinite amounts of different timelines. There are different Lokis, uh, and one of them we find out is very important. Mobius is on the trail of of another Loki and feels like he needs our Loki, um, Tom Hiddleston, to help him track him down. So this is where it becomes like a buddy cop um, kind of situation. Uh, Loki and Mobius off going through time. They have little, you know, time transporters. What are the little little uh, items called? Tempad? Tempad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so they're able to just create portals to different timelines uh, in a whim, and uh, and go try to track down um, our 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 Loki variant. Um, and we're shortly thereafter introduced to to Sylvie, a a female variant of of Loki, and kind of um, the uh, I, for me a standout kind of star of of the show overall. What did you guys think of uh, the introduction of Sylvie in the uh, grocery store, the introduction to her powers. um, And then, you know, just, just that. I loved her. She's played by uh, Sophia DiMartino, who I, she's done some stuff, but this is the first time I've, I've seen her in anything. And the characters just, just super cool. She, she has a tempad of her own, like, uh, and she hides in apocalypses throughout time. Like, uh, that's you know, Loki. There's a scene where Loki and Mobius they crack that and they they go and 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 track her down at yeah this uh, in the future. There's this apocalypse that's happening, and there tons of people are just stuck in uh, a giant like mall type store or something like that, <laughs> and then. Yeah, I thought it was super cool how she her power is enchantment. Yeah. And she's she's just enchanting different people throughout the this rundown mall and Loki's talking to her through through like, you know, this possessed person. And I, yeah. I thought that was kind of a cool, creepy tone to it. Yeah, yeah, it, it was creepy. And I didn't I didn't expect it to be a female. It was definitely a surprise. For me, I did not see that coming. Yeah, that's what made me excited because I, I know there, you know, throughout the comics, there are multiple versions of Loki. And uh, so I was like, oh, OK, so it's like I, I didn't know, like, what they were going to do later, later on with, you know, the whole cavalcade of Lokis. But like, mm-hmm. I was really excited that they were exploring that concept of like the different types of Lokis and um uh, yeah, I've, I've stayed pretty like, you know, uh, like whenever one of these shows come on, like I I do a pretty good job at avoiding like spoilers or anything, like so I was still fairly excited by all these like little reveals and stuff. And it was I don't know, it was cool to see like, like you know we're talking about the mall and like she has this like grand scheme to like you know, and you don't quite know what's going on yet like you know it's like you just see a timer and it's like oh she's gonna blow up something or you know like she's gonna set off one of those time reset things and uh and she does do that but she sends them all out (laughs) into like different like eras of like time and shit and like it's immediately like rex shop (laughs) it's like it was cool it was like and it's funny because you know she's a loki you know she spreads chaos and it was it was like just a good like moment 
it's like and she says she's been planning it for years and like they don't quite reveal like what exactly the extent of that is until like a little bit later um and do you guys want to like start talking about that now or yeah go ahead okay so yeah she was she was a variant and she got like pretty much taken when she was like a little girl and during her process she took the tempad and she escaped so like this was like a culmination of like her whole entire like lifetime from a childhood to adulthood of just like trying to get back at the tva and take them down from the inside and like fuck with you know whatever order they have because they pretty much took her life from her and it was like it was pretty neat though yeah she's been forced to live in apocalypses for you know, 20 yeah. years, probably. I mean, we don't know exactly when, you know, what age she was when she was taken or what age she is now, that's, but... That's debatable, too, because, like, everything at the TVA and all that, like, apparently, like, Mobius and whatnot has been around for, like, eons, so... <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like time really exists there. Yeah, it's hard to say how long she's been doing it. Also, she's a demigod, too, so... Right. That's true. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. I'm just thinking like, oh yeah, she's just a yeah. She's she's not a human. She she could be thousands of years old. <laughs> like, she is a Loki. Right. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah, right. I didn't even. This is this is new yeah, information for me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Restart. Let's, let's go. Watch oh. it again, Eric. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, it's like 20 years. Like it seems like yeah, she's just you know yeah, she's been she's doing she's it an for adult. 20. Yeah. yeah. Way. It's not that bad to live in apocalypse ah. for 20 years, whatever. <laughs> 20 years, 2,000 years, you know. Potato, potato. <laughs> I think, uh, man, you, you mentioned uh, not being spoiled uh, on, on really anything. I, th I think that was the case for me and Kayla as well. I had no idea we would get a female Loki or, or even just like that variants of Loki were going to be a thing in... Yeah in this <laughs> i watched all the trailers and everything else coming up and i was super excited but like how about you mike did you know like the general like framing of of all this no i i thought it was just gonna be like a case of the week you know <laughs> mobius and loki just just working together and i would i would have settled for that too <laughs> the first two episodes you're thinking okay yeah this is cool they're getting you know they have such a good chemistry and the show has such a just a pace to it and it's always just changing what you think the show is mm. and uh yeah I'd, for for all of this to happen in in six episodes is is a yeah an accomplishment i i can't believe it 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 all worked <laughs> Yeah, and I think they got to a good, like, stopping point, too, for, like, the end of, like, a first season. Like, you know, like, I talked about WandaVision not sticking the landing. I think the show did an excellent job of, like, just wrapping up where it wanted to stop for the time, you know. And I'm, like, I'm excited because I know there's going to be more. Uh, left me with enough so that, like, I want to come back. And, um, and I think it wrapped up enough ends to, like keep me satisfied with you know how it, you know in six episodes and like you know it's like around episode four or five like i'm you know just like with every other like one of these series i'm like all right how are they gonna wrap this up you know how are they gonna wrap this up is it even possible at this point you know but yeah you know, i think they did a good job on this one so yeah i 
I definitely felt that this series connected into everything really, really well. This was the first time that I felt like I was basically watching a movie in the MCU, like like I have been this whole time. Yeah. It really felt like it connected and it was a part of the MCU versus like how kind of off the other ones felt. Yeah, definitely felt like it tied in with everything really well. Yeah, and piggybacking on that, yeah. I think like the length was just ideal. There were definitely points where, I, like you said, Tomas, like I was like, man, I don't, I don't know that they're going to be able to wrap this all up. And like basically after episode five, I was like, man, there's one episode <laughs> left. They're going to have to wrap this up in forty minutes. And and they they for me they did. And yeah. like uh, more so than Wandavision or uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, I felt like on those I felt like uh, you could maybe cut some fat or oh, maybe you could have added some fat, you know, yeah. something, um, depending on, you know, which one you're talking about. I don't, I don't think so with this one. I think it was like the right amount, uh, all the way around. Hey, third like, time's a charm, right? I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and I, what do you guys think of, I mean, so we've already kind of spoiled it or, you know, mentioned it that like, this is season one of at least two seasons. We're getting a season two. Did you guys expect that? Uh, I mean, it, like we mentioned in the WandaCast, uh, that like it was series finale, like the last episode. And I think this and uh, Winter Soldier said season one. So I was like, oh, okay. So yeah, it's and, like, and it has to, it has to go on into something else with this one, at least because, you know, they, they end on such a, you know, like, oh, well, where are we going from here? But, uh, I don't know, like, this show makes me excited to want more, you know? Yeah. I didn't get that with the other two. Right. Yeah, I thought, I going in, I thought it would be a one and done, similar to how I feel about the other two. But, uh, man, they they set up such a world, a cool world and, and cool characters that it would be foolish to, to not go yeah. back to this and... And clear, clearly, it's it's going to be a huge, you know, <laughs> point for for the MCU forward. This show yeah. is just fun, you know. Like overall, like Mike, I think you put it together so well. Like the episodes and the tropes, like like they they nailed so many different things. Like it, every episode was like different enough, but like still drove like the narrative in like a good way forward and like i don't know it's like hard to explain like i can just give a few examples too like it it worked well as like kind of a standalone show too like it was like my girlfriend watched this with me and like she was pretty much just all in because owen wilson was in it she's been going <laughs> oh, cool. fan. and you know jumping a little bit forward i mean it's a spoiler cast owen wilson gets you know later on you know like and i don't want to go too much into that so we still have another episode we haven't talked about but he gets uh fucking what do they call it? pruned pruned and yeah. like, my girlfriend was like i'm out like took my boy away like it's like it's like, we, it's like we can't keep watching this and i'm like I'm like for real <laughs> 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 But yeah, shit. Pour one out. It a lot, like, 
you know, and it wasn't like too, too confusing. And like, like my girlfriend is familiar enough with multiverse multiverse theory that like, even when that shit was hitting, you know, it was like, you know, a couple like side discussions, but nothing that like, I was like, oh, well, this is how it works in the MCU. She's like, oh, yeah. I was like, I get it. You know, multiple dimensions and shit like it. Because that's like regular shit, too, you know? Timeline craziness and multiverses and shit really confuse me. They like, really, really off. do. Yeah, oh, man. We, we need to get to episodes five and six so that we can talk about Chrono Trigger. I've been waiting 38 episodes for this. And Loki finally gave it to me. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is 100% the first time we've ever mentioned Chrono Trigger on this podcast. <laughs> they did first a Chrono time. Trigger thing, dude. <laughs> it's uh... like... I think we could definitely get into, you know, episodes five and six and kind of where they they leave us and everything else. We do. Lamentus. Get... Lamentus. Oh, oh yeah, okay. Let's talk about Lamentus. We should yeah. mention Lamentus. Uh, okay, okay. So... Can we talk about like what what is it considered when you make out with a variant of yourself or like you want to like bone yourself i was a little concerned <laughs> i was a little concerned yes yes what, what do you Not think of uh is it making out with yourself is it masturbation is it i think it's like outcest i don't know like it's, it's something <laughs> oh it's in it's no, in it's in baby mm. <laughs> but yeah ep episode three um we get sylvie and and Loki together, and they're on the run from the TVA at this point, and they wind up on an apocalypse on this like moon planet, some like moon. some yeah, kind it's of some moon mining. A moon crashes yeah. down into a yeah. planet. Yeah, right. Yeah. So pretty. Oh, the visuals in that were so so pretty. I wish I could have seen that yeah. seen that in IMAX. I'm not gonna lie, mm. <laughs> like that. Yeah, that would have been, been great. Cool. Yeah, but uh, it was a fun backdrop. This episode is it was. just... It was so pretty. The two of them learning about each other. It's just them. It's like the. It's like a romantic comedy movie, almost, you know, like or a, like a Woody Allen movie or something. Yeah. Loki and... getting drunk on the train. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It yeah. was a lot of fun watching them interact with each other and having fun and kind of letting loose and thinking they got it, <laughs> thinking they know what to do. Working together. Still very Loki at the core, but like they're still fighting the idea. It's like, you're not me. It's like, you know nothing about me. It's like, I'm the superior Loki. You know, the the back and forth between, you know, right. the arrogance, the ego, the classic Loki trope. It's like, how different World is it domination. Yeah. How different is one Loki from any other Loki? Um, uh, the narcissism of loving yourself so much that you can fall in love with a different version of yourself. <laughs> you know? Did you guys buy it? By the end of the episode, they kind of have like a touching moment. They think they're they're gonna die on this on this planet, and they kind of their nexus event that lets the TVA mm -hmm. find them and save them is mm -hmm. them kind of falling in love almost. You know? Yeah. Are you saying love is the fifth element? It is. is. Huh. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, it was rushed, obviously, because like it's one episode really of of building this relationship. They were gonna kill each other, just you know, an episode uh, previous. 
I can definitely buy it in the sense that like they're both just beautiful uh, gods, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> like and, and Tomas made the point of saying, like, what's one of Loki's traits? He's a narcissist. Like, yeah. you know, that's that's a, a defining trait of Loki. So if anyone's going to fall in love with a variant of themselves, you're right. It's going to be Eric. You're right. No, it's going to be Loki. <laughs> I just I just imagine a guy looking in a mirror, like flexing at himself. So like, it's like, yeah. It's like I'd fuck me. I fucked me hard. <laughs> like, I mean, no, everything he's going easy right. on the eyes. I mean, she spoilers for season two. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean they're just they're two just beautiful, <laughs> and going through. I mean, Mike said it. Like they're going. They think they're gonna die. Like they're, they're, there's yeah. a giant meteor yeah. or moon or whatever that's just gonna smash. And there's like. No, they've already had their like third and fourth chance in this episode of yeah, like getting right. off. They've gone through so many different things to like, oh yeah, now we're gonna take a train. Oh yeah, now we're gonna infiltrate and we're gonna uh you know We're gonna we're gonna find the Ark. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna do all these different things. It's like everything oh fuck, the Ark exploded. <laughs> like and like yeah. there's Can we talk about no how chance. like the Ark was literally just built and constructed in the middle of like a downtown metropolitan area? I don't think that's how it would work. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, secret government site somewhere that like when they when they get to lamentus it someone's having it sylvie like we're on lamentus it's you know an apocalypse that took out blah 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 and there were no survivors hmm. killed yet, everyone they right think, they still think there's a way to get off of it <laughs> <laughs> well what they wanted they needed to it. use the ark to charge their tempad they weren't trying to take oh, the ship right. Right. they no, just no, needed that much power right. But then Loki landed on the tempad, and they're like, "Well, history says." <laughs> oh yeah, that yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. The ship right. never takes off, but we were never on that ship. They so were gonna yeah. make it happen. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's like, like we're gonna be better. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna be better than <laughs> than time, <Yeah. laughs> like, right? Than fate. <laughs> yes. Uh, we'll find uh, out more that about that a little bit later too. So. Yeah, it was it was great. Yeah, that was kind of a standout episode. I'm looking at I'm surprised. I'm looking at IMDb right now and they got a little star rating. Um and that's actually might be the least let me look. Yeah. So I mean for for whatever, like it's just people rating episodes or whatever on IMDb, but people gave that episode a 7.9. It's the only one under a, a 9.0. Oh wow. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I'd say that's the weakest ep- episode it's just, three. It's slow. It, the pacing yeah. is completely different than any other. Uh, I get why it's there. Yeah, they need to develop, you know, amongst each other, understand, you know. Oh, I liked that episode. And no, it's it's I a like good episode, but like yeah. in comparison to the other ones, like it's it's just slower. You know, it's like they're on this marooned planet. But uh, I, I think it's an absolutely necessary episode. Uh, you get to learn like what makes these Lokis tick? Um, you know, are they going to be able to work together? Uh, you know, it's like, and then they touch on it, you know, way on in the end, like she has trust issues and Tom Hiddleston, Loki has issues with keeping other people's trust. <laughs> you know, they're like poor yeah. opposites in that like regard. So it's like, it was, it was fun to yeah. see their characters interact. Like, you know, that, and it's just funny watching two Lokis who think they know everything and have all the answers, you know, butt heads with each other. And, you know, like the train scene was really fun. It was fun watching Hiddleston, like, 
be like his Loki so well in regards to, you know, working a crowd. And, well, like, yeah, he seems like, he sings some kind of like Asgardian or Asgardian. Norse, like, yeah, yeah. Like, that was yeah. fun. Like, I enjoyed those parts and like, you know, and I think it was it was really I think they did a lot of scenes really well and that like when when the arc gets blown up and then you just got like that, like, you know, Hiddleston standing there and like everybody's like, you know, in the background, even though there's a whole entire crowd of other people, you know, behind him, like he just stands out like looking up as like, like, oh, shit, like we're fucked. Um, yeah. So, like I, I felt like that was a very well shot scene. And, uh, you know, and then they have their moment at the end as the planet's about to blow up. And uh, do I believe it? I mean, they, that was like half and half. I was, I was more, I was more like, and then I was like, my mind was going, it's like, are they really pushing for this narrative? Like Loki being with Loki. Um, uh, I was like, is it, it's like in my head, I was like, are they really going to do that? It's like, because I was like, and I know like instantly you know, I bring, bring up the debate to my girlfriend. I'm like, it's like. Is it masturbation? <laughs> it's like <laughs> you fuck yourself, <laughs> but but you know it's like it's funny, and then they move on to like the next episode, and you know even you know the only reason I brought up the narcissist thing is because uh, Mobius himself brings it up when he's interrogating Loki after you know they save them from the apocalypse, and you know they're interrogating him, and this is like when shit starts like really flying off. Big metaphor guy, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah like th this is the episode where like everything starts to unravel like you know they you start under like all the 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 questions you may have had or like shit the questions i didn't even know i had like they start revealing like shit you know because uh what's a like sylvie she like early on at a renaissance fair is, is that the same ren fair that we go to <laughs> honestly <laughs> so yeah, like when they showed that Ren Fair, I was like, that's gotta be the and it's even in it's like it's in, in Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yep. Yeah, it's a different town, but I feel like someone went to the Ren Fair that they we just go to. Name. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to the Bristol Ren Fair. Uh any what of up? you uh Ren Fair heads out there, um, <laughs> you know, shout out. Uh, I think this is the Bristol Renaissance Fair in Loki. I think it is. It's in my can in my head canon. It's it's that one, but uh, it wasn't a hundred degrees <laughs> during that fair, so there is no way that <laughs> it was like overcast and cloudy and raining at that fucking run fair. So <laughs> that there's, there's... the Bristol Renaissance Fair takes place on the sun. So. <laughs> <laughs> But I did think I saw a variant of Mike just like vomiting somewhere. Like, so. Yeah, <laughs> I did no, no. It was back in '85. The weed wasn't strong enough for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome to the Rencast, folks. Four. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gets what we're talking about. Oh. Oh, episode anyway. four, the Nexus event, which is love, uh, the love between two Loki variants. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, a lot of big, a lot of big stuff happens. Um, like you learn, like I, I think the, uh, the opening scene is, uh, and that one is whether uh, Sylvie is like how she took uh, that agent 
like the first time they try to capture her at the Ren Fair and how she used her enchantment on her and like there's a scene where she's sitting down at like a tiki bar with, you know, this agent and they're talking over drinks and you know, it's like in the process of like her trying to enchant her, she has to dive deeper into their memories for strong minded people. And uh, it's like you don't quite get it, you know, until like at the end, you know, it's like it show it cuts back to her like when they found her at the um I guess the apocalypse Walmart. And she's saying it's like, I saw it, I saw everything, I saw everything. It's like you know, it's like and she's like having this breakdown. Um, you know, fast forward a little bit and you find out that like everybody who works at the TVA is a variant that was like put there at some point to like, f- yeah. you know, captured, make, make this shit work, you know, memories and, and, wiped. Yep. And it's free a, will it's, gone. It's a hard sell for like anybody else that like, because, you know, uh, Sylvie tells uh, Loki this, you know, before they get like recaptured. Uh, and, you know, it's like, Oh boy's trying to tell Mobius this and like you know, he, he plants the seed then. Uh, because, you know, it's like a lot of their back and forth is like, is this just another parlor trick, Loki? Is this, you know, you playing your game, a last gambit, trying to sneak out because it's what Loki does. He's a survivor, he weasels, he you know, he's a slink. Um, you know, it's very Manipulates. much manipulates. Yes. And uh um, flea on the back of a dragon. So. Yes. Oh, well, you're jumping. You're jumping too far ahead, bro. <laughs> Great line, a, though. This is a big episode. Um, you know, shit really pops off. Um, yeah, this is where the the curtain is pulled pulled back yeah. on the TVA and that the the timekeepers. Uh, the the, the what is Loki the the ancient space lizards or something? Ancient right? space lizards. I love that. <laughs> Yeah, and he, you, you, did you guys kind of know, like, okay, these, these three, like, celestial beings aren't, aren't, aren't real? Did you guys know that there must be some, you know, Wizard of Oz thing going on? Because Loki, Loki doesn't believe it the whole time either. And I think you're supposed to, as the audience, be with him on that and be like, what? No, there's no way that this is how this works. Just looking at them, my girlfriend was like, "These guys look like some Chuck E. Cheese animatronic dudes." Yeah, <laughs> like when they yeah. first show them. Yeah, you sure get the enough. country bears once you yeah. <laughs> open up their fucking chamber or whatever. Yeah, their chamber of smoke and mirrors. Yeah. Who's doing maintenance on these? <laughs> um, Loki plants the seed to Mobius, telling him like, "You, you're a variant. You were, you were taken and." Of course, he, like, is interested in that. He's curious. He starts asking questions about the um, agent who did get captured because that agent who got captured has been, like, disappeared. She's She he died, classified. is what the story is. <laughs> you too um, much. Yeah. Yeah, well, they, exactly. They, they, they feed him the story that, like, oh, like, shortly after you brought her back in, she was, yeah, she took a turn for the worst, you know, as per the enchantment or whatever, you know, they, they sell him some bullshit. Um, well, yeah, you're saying he goes to his uh, colleague or I guess, uh, head honcho judge, judge Renslayer Renslayer. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you remembered. I, I just called her like the bitch or like, <laughs> Boss lady. or, or this bitch or <laughs> my girlfriend was like, 
you know, we've been watching Game of Thrones a lot lately. So, like, my girlfriend's, like, coming up with, like, cute nicknames for everybody that she hates. <laughs> so, it's like we kind of rolled that over <laughs> into this character. Would you call <laughs> this bitch a, a cute nickname? <laughs> well, her, hers are a little bit uh, less flowery than mine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's a stinky flower, man. <laughs> Everybody loves a character that you can hate together, though. So, and boy, did I hate her character. But Judge Renslayer, um, throughout so far in all these episodes, you've seen that her and Mobius kind of have a a good relationship. They've been together for a long time. They have trust. They have bonding. They, he's her favorite. Um, but he starts to have suspicions, and he like finds this way to steal her tempad and and find a video of the agent who got kidnapped. Uh, clearly, um, not sick, but um, rambling, oh. if you if you will, about like, no, I know I had a life before. She showed me. I was there. Like, what did you do to me? I, I, you know, like, what is going on? Um, and then woke. she's terminated. I was just going to say, here's one of the points in the story where I was a little confused as to the why. Like, do we ever really get, maybe I missed something or whatever, the why of, like, why are we taking variants, brainwashing them or, or whatever we're doing, and, and that's, like who we're using as the the TVA agents and the Minutemen and, and and all that. Someone has a grand plot and needs these yeah. people to to do to fulfill, it. fulfill you know this whole TVA thing to keep order. Basically, okay. So so it's just like, but did they need to go throughout time and like take variants and and brainwash them as opposed to just like hiring a an evil army you know like whatever like how, how normal bad guys do it <laughs> well the like you know the you, we learn later on that like it's all part of like the grand scheme of keeping this singular timeline and if you're already rounding up variants in order to do that you know keep that order of a singular timeline well, what better to use than brainwashed people that no longer technically exist yeah we find out later that you know if you if you were to hire people like you said and they have free will uh things you know you get you get someone who ha you know gets a you know thorn up their ass and wants to to overthrow and to change things and stuff like that so uh yeah the TVA is kept just just clean clean as possible like i think i think it just comes down to them. that like yeah it's you right. know, the variants were capturing these guys anyways. At some point, you know, it's just like, well, they're already coming off of the timeline. Nobody's going to miss them. We're eradicating that timeline. So it's like, it's just comes down to the point where it's like, okay, well, who better than to use than, you know, a handful of these people and just brainwash them and make this shit work. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think that explains it. You're, you guys are better than Kevin Feige. I got you. <laughs> got it where's my check <laughs> <laughs> sorry i think i actually interrupted you kayla like 20 minutes ago you were talking about the episode and everything that was going on space lizards um, yeah, space <laughs> lizards uh he steals that one when he steals the tumpad and 
then like she obviously figures it out um but now so now mobius knows loki was right i am a variant i did have a life and she's been lying to me everybody's been lying to me what the hell is going on but of course judge slayer um (laughs) comes in and um instantly like like he gets like a sentence out and she's like prune him like no bonding no friendship no nothing just just takes him out just like that that's right yeah yeah, the tragic moment is like if you can choose any time in life you know oh that was a good line you're right i forgot about that at all you know it's like the grand scheme of things you know what would you choose yeah that's a callback to an earlier episode they they had that discussion be somewhere on a and Mobius at that time he's like I'd just be here I love what we do it means something <laughs> <laughs> but then he said I'd be on a jet ski baby <laughs> yeah and I yeah I know you guys didn't really like Renslayer right I didn't I thought she was a good villain like I think I because she I, I didn't think she was gonna be like kind of one of the ultimate villains villain, though. Like, I didn't. I, I still didn't feel sympathy for her once everything started unraveling, and like she still felt like there must be a purpose to everything. It was like we got to be doing this for a reason, and I, I understand her conviction. But world is collapsing. Yeah, like and in that moment, like because the TVA, everyone thinks they're this is for the better good. You know, for all time, always. You know, they are keeping this timeline sacred. If they don't do their job shit goes to hell and it's their fault and like so when she finds out like well fuck what what none of this is real holy shit i gotta well i gotta hold on to this thing i have to keep you know she's she's panicking at that point i thought i thought it was really nice yeah no i understand it's very human of her character but you know it's it's like at least listen to reason she was just like instead of like mobius it's like, okay, yeah. It's like, let me listen to you. Or like, no, fucking prune them. Bye. Uh, it's like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut all these guys out because they go against everything that I was taught to believe instead of like hearing them out and like maybe like coming to some kind of resolution. She was just like, cut, 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 cut. And I'll figure it out afterwards. That's what I didn't like about her character. Well, she's not the only one that didn't want to listen to... <laughs> No, I, I, I get it, but you know, she she is the one who pruned Owen Wilson. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like wow. yeah. Shortly after that, we are, you know, Sylvie and Loki. They they want to go see the Timekeepers. They want to go have an audience with them. The time and so when we we find out, oh, these these are just like weird robots in a foggy room. Yep. Uh, you know, and uh, there's like a fight scene, and Loki gets pruned, like he gets fucking zapped by Renslayer. And what did you guys think in that moment? Like, oh shit, fuck! You know, they did it. Like they got rid of, you know, the title character, and now there's like, okay, will the show be called Sylvie? Or- Sylvie? <laughs> that would that would have been a cool title drop the next episode. Right, right. That was a perfectly missed opportunity. I think like the first thing that I thought was like, I, I definitely thought he was gone. 
You know, I thought like, oh wow, yeah, because up until that point, anytime we see someone getting pruned, it's that's it. They're 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 gone. Like they're right. dead. Like they're they're worse than dead. Like they're disintegrated. Um, so I thought like, wow, yeah, that's that's a big deal. But we've already kind of been introduced to like variants, different timelines, all this stuff. So I kind of thought like, oh, Sylvie will go and like maybe go and get our Loki. You know, this is how we we bring in the Loki that we know and love the, the, you know, the one oh, that dies wow. to Thanos and stuff. That okay. was the first thing that I thought, um, Your mind but we get to, s- mind. yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, they wrap it up pretty quick, so I didn't have long to, yeah, <laughs> to the threads yeah. that, but you know, yeah. um, but that's what, yeah, that's what came. Yeah, that was, that was the, uh, post credits, uh, episode. Yeah. We get our first post credit scene where Loki wakes up, to uh, a gang of Loki variants in this yeah. weird, like... There was uh, old Loki, boastful Loki, uh, kid Loki, and alligator Loki. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My well, standout part. episode, right? Like, episode five was just a <laughs> lot of fun. fun. It was... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Super duper. Yeah, we found out that when you are pruned, uh... It doesn't just vaporize you. It it just kind of teleports you to this weird void dimension, yeah, and right, uh, right on the edge, monster that devours space and time <laughs> yeah. in this place. And uh, good luck. Yeah, yeah, Eliath, right? Eliath. Yes. It's where they just dump off all the shit, like you know, all the variants, all the converging time streams, anything that goes off path. They just drop it there, and old uh, Annihilation fucking smoke cloud beast just... Loki landfill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Loki landfill. It's... All the Easter eggs in the void were a lot of fun. The the first thing I saw um, was the Avengers Tower. That was that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah was it? Wasn't yeah. there an Ant-Man trapped underneath the ground or something? That was wrong. Frog door. <laughs> Oh, oh, which was no. Chris yeah. Hemsworth voice. Okay. No. Well, I didn't, yeah, but down fast. I didn't really see it, but I saw the hammer. You know. Yeah. Yeah, we get the Thanos copter. Oh. Uh, from the <laughs> there's, there's a lot uh, of stuff. Yeah. Was it? Was that the opening one where they had all the voices, the voiceovers and stuff, or was that the last? That's episode? the last. That's the last. Episode. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, that that creeped the shit out of my girlfriend when that started <laughs> happening. <laughs> yeah, but Loki becomes friends with or joins with you know classic Loki and him, and he finds out what's happening and like yeah, whenever what did you do? What was your Nexus event? You know, oh, I did this, and what was yours? Well, I killed Thor. Yeah, and it just seems like you know they're uh, the classic Loki has this you know. Uh, well, no, the kid Loki later, like, yeah, whenever we we decide to change or become something different, you know, we get we get sent to this fucking, you know, it's yeah. What do we do? You know, when they sway from being classic Loki, I guess, or when they right, you know, step out of their confines of just being a conniving asshole. <laughs> it's. And in the meantime, while Loki's in the void learning about the void and other Lokis and blah, 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 uh, we see Sylvie still in the TVA with Judge Renslayer. Um, and they like kind of 
it appears that they're going to like work together. They find out that the timekeepers aren't real. And Sylvie's like, don't you want to, don't you want to know what's happening? And they're like, yeah, okay, let's do it. But she was just setting her up. I, I really liked that scene. I, I didn't know, like, I was like, dang, what is Sylvie going to do? They're all here. She can't run away. She can't use any of her powers. Um, and then she prunes herself, which I thought was really nice. Um, didn't see that coming. It was a great idea. Obviously, that's what you need to do. Um, but then she she wants to find Loki. She wants to continue her thing. She has no idea what's going to happen like when she prunes herself, but she just thinks that's that's the way. She thinks yeah, Loki's still out there and <laughs> it's, it's a bold move, Cotton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It really is. It was. But so obviously we... it just brings her to the void. <laughs> yeah, and, and episode five wraps up so just awesome i mean like so we get all these uh, sylvie winds up there we we find mobius we kind of get the whole gang all the very the variant loki's together talk about uh president loki <laughs> oh, yeah that was a little bit of a weird <laughs> that was weird so yeah we do get the scene where president loki come comes in um and with his band of like uh Royal rumble <laughs> Yeah, and it sets up a fight scene between all these variants and these weird, like, uh, I don't know, like, Fury Road people. <laughs> um, <laughs> Pretty much. Well, they're all but, Lokis, right? Are yeah, they? Every single, every single yeah, one is oh. Loki. They're all like Loki a guy with like a foot, He's wearing, like, a football helmet with antlers on it, trying yep. to, like, create his own, like, fucking <laughs> Loki's uh, crown. Okay. Like, Mikey, you nailed it. Like, a well, Loki landfill is, like, yeah. the way to describe this place. Because you, yeah. you had every kind. You had your, like, mighty ones, and you had your, like, fucking, you know, dollar store variants like yeah they're they're the only they're they're survivors they're the only ones yeah. that really can find a way to to survive Eliath in this place yeah. and president loki is apparently like he's tried to to lead all of the other lokis and <laughs> old loki's like we've heard it all we've tried it all it's like <laughs> like get over it right and they can never get past the Eliath until Till Sylvie, you know, kind of shows up and has a has the plan to get past Eliath. She's going to use her powers of persuasion and enchant uh, the uh, the Eliath, the big dog monster, or whatever it is exactly. Um, big doggy smoke monster. Small point I wanted to also. Uh, I don't think we touched on it. Like uh, there was that other uh, TVA worker. Uh, I forget if she was fifteen or twenty. B fifteen Hunter B fifteen yeah yeah, yeah. Like, like and it was it was a cool like little I think way to introduce like her character as an important one it's like because she knows like the cat's out of the bag and like I completely forgot that like she had gotten enchanted at like the supermarket and I was like oh shit and I was like, <clears> you know, <throat> like and then they have like the scene at like at the apocalypse and like, she's asking Sylvie because she's the one who was interrogating Sylvie. And like, they have that whole wrap up there. Like, she's like, I know it's like, you know, did I have a life? And then, you know, they have the little deep dive into her head. She's like, she's like, I looked happy and like, and she wanted that. And, you know, so like they kind of got her on board. So like, and it's like, I just felt like that was an important moment. I didn't want to skip over it, but like, you that, know, it's like that yeah. actress was, was great. She does a lot. Yeah. With with a little, with a little, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, her name is uh, 
<clears throat> Wanmi Masaka, I believe is her name. And yeah, she's she was fantastic. Yeah. I did want to, I was going to bring it up a little later near the end because um, there's a, there's kind of a, another uh, character that, that, that kind of is part of this, but uh, uh, one me Masaka uh, Hunter B uh, 15, she played a, a major character in um, love, love craft country, uh, which unfortunately oh, isn't know. getting a second season yeah. on HBO max. But um, a couple actors from that. Yes, she has a, a really fun role in that. She's very expressive. She's oh. amazing in in that show, and um, as is is someone else we're gonna meet. Uh, so it's a it's a reunion of sorts. Oh wow, that's cool. Yes. Yes. Um. Oh, yeah. Moving episode forward. six. Yeah, I think so. Um, episode six, we get past Eliath. We're uh, the the Loki variants. Uh, at the end of episode five, are able to enchant uh, Eliath and and get past uh, the the smoke to see the the citadel. Right? Is that the the big castle? Yeah. At the yeah. name. The um, end of time. We lose classic Loki during this. He's he's he sacrifices himself. He um, went out like a champ. He did. He did. It was what it was really movie. cool. Yeah, old yeah. Loki man. That was. Oof. Glorious purpose. (laughs) Richard E. Grant. uh, I man. That that that's that scene got me pumped. Like my my girlfriend was like, she was fading off. Like we were watching this shit at like twelve thirty. I'm like, babe, you gotta wake up. (laughs) Like, oh, Loki's doing stuff. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we also get a very beautiful farewell from Mobius and and Loki uh, before that. That was really nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they bro hugged it out like real nice. <laughs> yeah, that was good. It was good. Like five and six. Oof. Yeah, yeah, and we've been teasing it. So episode six introduced us to. Uh, I don't know if it's right to call him the big bad, um, but they get to go to the end of time to the Citadel, and we get to see who's been pulling the strings of the TVA, and that is he, he who, who remains. remains. He yes, who remains. played by Jonathan Majors, uh, who was a standout. He was the main character in Lovecraft Country, uh, so that's that's what I was was teasing earlier. Um, a little bit of a reunion. <laughs> yes. Uh, I thought he was so fun, like in, in yeah. this role. Because if you've seen the only thing I've ever seen him in, aside from this, that I can remember is Lovecraft Country, and that's a that's a horror show. That is a uh, you know uh, serious, he's very, very serious. serious the whole time. He is a stoic, very like angry man in that show. Like Green uh, or an army in the army. <laughs> yes, he's he's got a dark. So this past. was very uh, very. Uh, fun and yeah um, different you got to let his hair down (laughs) (laughs) yes he did what did you guys think of he who remains uh i not what i was expecting um like marvel's got a lot of like big characters uh they said he who remains uh my mind immediately went to is like are they trying to like pull a one above all thing here because that's technically god in marvel comics like god above god like because every other concept of god is just like you know just based off of like religions like you have like uh, they call it like um uh, i forget what it was like 
there's there's like a council of like gods like buddha jesus you know <laughs> as you know you got odin they all like sit at a council but like there is the one above all who presides above everything and he's uh, like he's normally i think depicted as like uh jack kirby um like <laughs> two times yeah and it's it's mainly just like a, you know an allegory for like the writer you know the yeah one above all is you know the hand the writer the one who can change the story at a whim master uh, hand and then like and that's you know it's like i thought that's like yeah, I was like, I was like, are they really gonna like pull for that, especially like on a six episode like series? Uh, you know, it's like that's that's a huge character. One might argue that's the hugest character. That's a character that hasn't even been flushed out in like over fifty years of like comics. <laughs> you know, it's like probably like a handful of times he's ever been mentioned or even shown in comics. Uh, but you know, like I guess he's just this dude, uh, like who like dealt with like the the multiverse at one point um and like you know he kind of breaks he's it like down. A scientist. yeah he's like a scientist he breaks it down like he was like a 31st like uh like the year like 3100 or something like that like they find out about like you know they can commune between like the dimensions and he finds like versions of himself and at first it works out really good you know it's like yeah it's like common good common cause let's build shit bigger and better and like let's help everybody but then you know it's like you know infinite amount of you know dimensions one of you's got to be an asshole right well there's a good handful of those and uh you know shit kind power. of power yeah shit you know absolute power corrupts absolutely and uh you know not everybody's on board and but he's like the one who like you know puts an end to it and, you know, he realizes the chaos and destruction that comes along with, you know, converging timelines and dimensions and shit like that. And he's like, I can't let this happen again. You know, he ends the war, the multiverse war. And uh, yeah. he's like, I'm going to rein this shit in. Uh, somebody's got to do something. This can't happen again. This kind of cataclysmic event, you know. And, uh, you know, he puts together the means to do so. And he kind of becomes like, this god figure at the end of time uh which is and the the scene like got me super pumped when you see the citadel like they open up and it's at the edge of time mm-hmm. and chronocast let's go let's start uh, <laughs> we're just going to talk about chrono trigger from this point on but no it was it was really hype uh i loved it i loved i loved the backdrop i loved like the small little reveals how they show that like little time clock uh like these minutes I, and uh like, and then you see this character and like, you're expecting like, oh, I, I should, I didn't even know what I was expecting when they opened the door. And like, and you have this like, really like, I wouldn't say flamboyant, but like, just. Well, he says, right. What, weren't what you, this wasn't what you were expecting. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, absolutely wasn't. And he's like eating an apple. And he's just like, "Come on, let's go talk in my office." And you such know, a wink they, at the yeah. audience. <laughs> and they they try to get it. Absolutely was, was an, and like they try to kill him a few times on the way down. You know, he's like, "Oh yeah," he's like, "I know everything that you're gonna do before you know it happens." And then he just like lays it all out. He's like, "Everything's like," Bleh. and he's like, "And I think he's like, I think you two can take over for the position that I'm doing." Um, 
And it's like, and he lays it out there. Like, everything that got them to this point was all a part of his plan. This was all like, you know, he's pulling the strings. He knew it all up to that point. And it was all just to get these two Lokis in front of him to give this proposition. And it's like, okay, that's a lot. Like, there's a, this is a very wordy episode. Like, like for a season, for a, a season finale, like, when you just got three people sitting down and just talking, I think they did a they did a pretty good job. It's really just, you know, we can we just call him Kang. Kang. Uh, well, he's been called the Conqueror. He says, so. yeah, right. Uh, yeah, Loki and Sylvie just become kind of us, like they're the audience at this point, yeah. just sitting down and Probably. and he lays it all out there and. You know, with Thanos, we were, in, you know, we were introduced to this CGI monster or whatever at the end of Avengers. And Sitting on a throne. He was this thing, this looming thing forever and ever. But man, with with he who, he, he who remains, they just do such a great job of introducing the next big bad. Like the next yeah. thing is going to 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 fuck things up, yeah. you know? And, uh, but he does it, it's, it's not, uh, about, you know, oh my God, this guy can, you know, destroy everything. It's not in a, I'm inevitable or like, uh, he's like, I like, yeah. He just says like, Hey, I know everything that, that happens ever, you know, there's more of me, there's infinite amount of me and they're worse. You know, like I am. He just says like, see you soon. (laughs) Yeah, it's a, even his peace out was like, like sinister. Yeah, yeah. It's just like you know. Okay, so yeah, Loki. Loki's fight over like what they should do, and you know, Hiddleston's like, it's like maybe we should think about this for a second. Hmm. Uh, and then you know they like it seems like they come to terms. Loki makes out with himself, and they have this sweet little moment. And then she pushes him through a time portal, uh, and she finishes the job she came to do um you know she kills you know the one who remains and he pieces out and he's like see you soon (laughs) it's like because he knows that like just by the nature of like how the multiverse works yeah he's not there to keep it in check so yeah like the, the time branches are just gonna unravel and keep getting bigger and bigger until it's going to lead back to the same shit that got him there in the first place. Uh, and we kind of get that, like a little glimpse of that uh, at the end, too. Yeah, there's two cool, real, two really cool visuals that you get. So around the Citadel is this ring that is to represent time and, and the, the main timeline and everything else. And you just see that. It's real pretty. It's colorful and everything else. And you just see that as soon as, as Kang, if we're going to call him that, uh, uh, gets you know stabbed and dies and everything else you just see it splintering in a million different yep. directions uh mm-hmm. like uh yeah just like the synapses in your brain or something um and then we get loki who has been pushed through a time portal uh back at the tva by sylvie by sylvie yes. right um and uh he finds mobius and he finds hunter b15 and he's gonna tell them like oh man old dude's coming like we got to figure something out we gotta figure it but out. uh he's not in the timeline that we know uh because 
Mobius doesn't recognize know it. who he is. Yeah. Like, who are and, you? Or like, are you a new guy? It's like, have we been introduced yet? No. Oh. Yeah, and instead of wow. seeing sections of the timekeepers and that visual, you see a giant uh, Kang obelisk. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> it was like, such I'm a cool excited. scene to just end on like yeah. just that like because what the hell what do you do what like what what is loki gonna do at this point you know like what is anyone gonna do i thought it was such a good like ending point for you know the season one like so you had Red and then you immediately have a startup of like a new you know yeah, I wouldn't say antagonist, but like it's just like the problem. A, no, a new problem is presented immediately, and it's like, oh shit! It's like, you know, it's like here we go again, and you know, it's like, and it leaves you so much like, how's it gonna happen? It's like Mobius, you know, he's he's not in the same like time stream that he was originally, uh, you know, so he doesn't know the characters. So it's like immediately set up like he's he's swimming upstream. You know, it's like it's like what the hell am I gonna do to like try to make this right? And I don't know, man, like, you know, we talked about how multiple times I think we've beaten this horse to death, how like the other two shows didn't really like stick the landing or just didn't feel like I wanted more at the end of it or, you know, but it didn't feel necessary that that too. And like this, like been to tackle such a heavy like thing that like this will like touch the Marvel Cinematic Universe heavily you know it's like you're talking a multiverse they've been working on this for a hot very minute. connected uh yeah and like to just do this with like a you know a sideshow um uh, but you know mind you it's like i feel like this had the bigger star of like any of them too you know it's like loki tom hiddleston uh you know it's like why He's not been doing this for a while yeah and his character is very important in like the mcu too like and now he's even more important. And, like, I'm super excited to see where, like, that goes. Like, like this show, like, like I wanted more. Like, and it wasn't that, like, I wanted more because they didn't explain something well enough or, like, they didn't wrap it up well enough. I needed an extra hour of some kind of content to tell me more. It's like, I just sure. want to continue this story. And it's, it's good. Uh, Kayla, good I think, Kayla, I think you nailed it. Like, you know, this one felt like it, like... You know, we're all looking for, like, an extended movie cut of, like, a Marvel thing or, like, you know, it's like, I feel like this nailed it perfect. Six episodes, like, about, like, three and a half hours uh, broken down into bite-sized chunks and told at a relatively good rate. And, it's mm-hmm. like, like, if they can keep doing this with anything else that they put out like this, I like, like I said, you know, third time's a charm. They figured it out. It seemed like this was the perfect story to have little chapters. Like it, it worked very well to have like this, 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 this. Yep. Um, whereas like like you've said, the other ones are are kind of sporadic. They're really confusing at times. You do need more. It's like, wait, I don't get it. This you get it. You figure it out eventually. Um, I think I honestly would have liked it in the theater like i said it's so pretty i would have loved to see and hear these things in the theater um but it did work as a show i have um i have two kind of really random things that i want to mention really quick 
Uh, so Wednesday night when the final episode came out, Eric and I were like, yeah, let's watch it. We got out of work. We're going to watch it. Eric turns it on. And uh, we're real confused. It's like different. We're like, oh, this is different. And and then it shows the like guest starring Major Thomas or whatever his name is. Jonathan Major. <laughs> <laughs> Major Tom. Major Thomas from Reno 90210. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this sounds like the ending credits. And then it's like, stamp, there will be a season two of Loki. And me and Eric oh, are like, what fuck. the fuck? Is, it, is this all that the episode is? <laughs> um, and I don't know what happened. I don't know how we like only saw the ending credits when we started to watch the last episode. But that's how we got spoiled. Yeah. Disney really dropped the ball. <laughs> Disney Plus is such a horrible HUD. Like, they're... Is, like, is for it, having all the money in the... For having all the money in the world, I have more problems with their streaming service, like playback. Huh. And on top of that, their organization is fucking garbage. Like, just huh. like the categories to find anything on Disney Plus is just a fucking nightmare. But yeah, that's what that, was your other yeah. thing? <laughs> we, uh, we also have these, like, we have some stray cats around our house, and um, they're pretty skittish and they're. Well, we've seen this one. It's like a calico cat, and we were like, "Oh, we're gonna name it Loki." It's mischievous. It like comes in weirdly, and we named it Loki. And then all of a sudden, there was another calico cat, and they're oh, pretty. No. They're pretty similar looking. Like I didn't realize there were two of them until I could see them both in the same same time. And so then we named the other one Sylvie. So we got a Loki oh. and Sylvie calico oh. twin cats. Fun. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I just <laughs> they're just everywhere near my house. They don't let us touch them. They don't come to us. So, so Loki season one, <laughs> what a ride! I think we've used the term "stick the landing" many times. Let's stick the landing on this podcast. And uh, just say that I, I, I think we were all blown away, right? I mean, this is a, a, a hard recommend. If anyone's been listening for the last hour and a half and uh, <laughs> has not checked out Loki, um, check it out, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. We're going to give our ratings? Sure, yeah. I, I'll, hey, I'll start it off and I'll say this is a solid, I mean, nine. You know, like if Infinity War is a ten... Uh, this is a solid nine. I, I loved it. Ten. Oh, ten. ten. <laughs> it's a ten. I, I, I think it's one of the best things in the MCU um, to see just Loki's journey throughout the whole thing. How we have the original villain of the MCU basically fully transform and take the turn to being a hero and changing who he is was really well done in such a short period of time. Good storytelling, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's like wrestling, man. It's like, you know, it's like when, uh, when, uh, Bret Hart, you know, beat up Stone Cold Steve Austin after the, the tap out match. <laughs> and, he didn't and then, tap. He didn't tap. No, he passed out. Ken Shamrock <laughs> called the match. <laughs> 
and uh, you know, Bret Hart makes the heel turn, and then Stone Cold wakes up, and everybody starts cheering for him. But he's still very Stone Cold at the core because then he stunners the ref before he walks out of the <laughs> ring. It's like I still don't give a fuck, but you guys can love me anyways. That's Loki. <laughs> Big metaphor, guys. <laughs> yeah. What is your rating, Tomas? I'm gonna give it a. Uh, Five excited faces out of GamePro magazine. I give it a 9.5. I, I won't give it the full 10, mainly just because I know there's more to explore. So It gets an 8.5 from me. All right. Cancel Kayla. I really, yeah. really liked it. But Get it, out but of here. I, for me, and the reason I do that is just, I don't know, I wasn't like... What was it missing for you? I just feel like I wasn't like dying for the next episode. Like I, I wasn't oh, okay. just like, like I was in, I enjoyed it. I can't really say what it, what it was that didn't have me like super, super like latched onto it. Like when, when WandaVision was out, I was like, all right, it's coming out today. We're going to watch it at 6am. We're going to get up and watch it right now. <laughs> Or this was like, oh yeah, Loki came out. Let's watch it. I did really, really enjoy it when I did. And even now talking about it, I'm like, yeah, you know what? You guys are right. These are really good points. This is great. Um, so that's me. 8.5 That's still good. That's better than WandaVision. <laughs> and I don't know what you gave uh, Winter Soldier, but but Winter Falcon. <laughs> but uh... you preferred Falcon? Is that the show you like more, Caleb? I think I preferred WandaVision more. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Like Wanda, Loki, Falcon. Okay. Okay. I feel like WandaVision was, was different, and it might not have stuck the landing, but they were kind of experimenting a little bit more. This was kind of like... It, it was a new... This is now the new phase, and they are setting it up very, very well, but it's kind yeah. of their... They've, they've got that formula. They, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Well, it's like, and they all had like their issues. WandaVision was not supposed to come out first, right? It was, uh, right. Yeah. yeah. And you do have that. And then, and then you had the whole pandemic issue with, uh, you know, Winter Falcon. And so it's like, I can kind of like give those a little bit more leniency. And they weren't bad shows by any stretch of the imagination. But like I said, right. I, they're still, I think they, there. they had their time to like work out whatever kinks like with those two and, so I just feel like this is overall just a better product by the end of the day. Yeah. What a great product. Loki was amazing. <clears throat> go out so, and watch it. Oh, go out and watch it. it. Do you get your rating, Eric? Yeah, yeah. I said it was a 9 only because um, Infinity War is my 10. And wow. uh, I love this just a slight bit less. So okay. there you go. So... Loki is fantastic. Go check it out if you haven't already. We've got to get out of here. We're wrapping up. So this has been episode 38 of The Machine of Nonsense. We did the Loki spoiler cast. Hope you enjoyed it. If you enjoy listening to this podcast... How about you go over to Monstars? It's a Facebook fan group. Go ahead and leave us a nice comment. Send us a GIF. Send us a meme. Do something. Let us know you love the podcast. 
and we will feature you on a future episode. We'll talk all about you. Also, <laughs> if you want to connect with us, you can leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash machine of nonsense. We'd love to hear your voice. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We're on it all. Subscribe, like, rate the podcast. Guys, this was a lot of fun. Episode 38 of The Machine of Nonsense. I'm Eric. I was joined by Kayla, Mike, and Tomas talking Loki. And just like Kang the Conqueror, we'll see you soon. We're saying goodbye. See you. Bye. Let's do it. Yeah.